Hello, and welcome to Remember God Loves You, and I'll meet you at the finish line. Well, I hope you guys are having a blessed day, because I know I am, because a day is a day that the Lord hath made, and we shall rejoice and praise and be glad in it, and God is good all the time, and all the time, God is good. You know, I hope that, you know, as tomorrow is, most of people are off school tomorrow, and that it's a day leading up to Thanksgiving, and it's one of the busiest traveling days of the year. Well, besides, yeah, actually it is. I'm sorry about that. I'm trying to remember <laughs> what I have. But I just wanted to um, to tell you that I just hope that you guys have a safe travels tomorrow uh, to wherever you're going. And to remember that, you know, God is going to be alongside with you. And hopefully that you guys truly have a blessed Thanksgiving. And... Remember, always be thankful for something, even as even if it's the littlest things in life. So with this in mind, you know, along with carrying Thanksgiving with us, we should always carry Christmas with us all the time. And what do they what and um, what does that mean exactly? Well, we're going to look into um, Luke chapter one. And yes, it's going to be the first chapter. Uh, we're going to read the whole chapter. So it's going to be a kind of a lengthy read. But there's a purpose to this. You know, there's a purpose to reading this whole uh, chapter. With this mind, let's dive in with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for bringing us together. We thank you that we can just come here in reverence of you, O Lord. We thank you that we can just come here and knowing that you have us protected, that you love us and you care for us. And Lord, you are, you are a merciful Father. And that you cherish each and every single one of us. May you provide safe travels for the families that are traveling or have to travel. That you can put a hedge of protection around the vehicles. And Lord, may you guide us as we continue on the journey that you have set before us. And help us to remember the birth of you every day. Carrying us with every day. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. So we have... So Luke chapter... One um, verses um, Luke chapter one uh, verses one. I am so sorry about that. I'm like drawing a brain fog. I must be excited for uh, th- the Thanksgiving dinner. And here, here goes. So many have undertaken to draw up an account of the things that have been fulfilled among us just as they were handed down to us by those who um, from by those who from the first were eyewitnesses and servants of the word with this in mind since i myself have carefully investigated everything from the beginning i too decided to write an ordinary um, orderly account for you most excellent theopolis so that you may know the certainty of the things you have been taught. And we are in Luke chapter 1 verse 5, and here it goes. In the time of Herod, king of Judah, there was a priest named Zechariah, who belonged to the priestly uh, division of Abijah. His wife Elizabeth was also a descendant of Aaron. Both of them were righteous in the sight of God, observing all the Lord's commands and decrees blamelessly. But they were childless because Elizabeth was not able to conceive, and they were both very old. 
once when Zechariah's division was on a du- on duty and he was serving as priest before God, he was chosen by lot according to the custom of the priesthood to go into the temple of the Lord and burn incense. And when the time of the when the time for the burning of incense came, all the all the assembled worshipers were praying outside. Then and an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he was startled and was gripped with fear. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you will call and you are to call him John, and he will be a joy and delight to you. And many will rejoice because of his birth. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He is never to take wine or other fermented drink. And he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before he is born. And you and he will go on before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elijah. To turn the hearts of the parents to the children and the disobedient um, and the disobedient or disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Zechariah asked the angel, "How can I be sure of this? I am an old man, and my wife is well along in years." And the angel said to him, "I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God, and I have been." sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news. And now you will be silent and not be able to speak until the day this happens, because you did not believe my words, which will come true at their appointed time. Meanwhile, the people were awaiting for Zechariah and wondering why he stayed so long in the temple. When he came out, he could not speak to them. They realized he had been he had seen a vision in the temple, for he kept making signs to them, but rem, uh, remained unable to speak. When his time of service was completed, he returned home. After this, his wife Elizabeth became pregnant, and four and four or five months remained in seclusion. The Lord. Uh, has done this for me, He's, she said. In these days, he has shown his favor and taken away my disgrace among the people. Verse 26. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph a descendant of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled um, at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God, and you will conceive and give birth to a son. And you are to call him Jesus. 
He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be? Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin. And the angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come to you or come on you. And the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she who said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. At that time, at that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judah. When she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth, when Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, she, proc- she exclaimed, um, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. As soon as, she, as the sound of your greetings reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she, blessed is she who has believed that the word or that the Lord would fulfill his promises to her. And Mary sang a different song, or she said something, but it was very powerful. Verse 46. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices. In God, my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. For from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. For his mercy extends to those who fear him from generations to generations. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their uh, inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but he has lifted them up to the humble. He has filled them with uh, he has filled them filled the hungry with good news, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. Verse 55. And Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months and then returned home. When it was time for Elizabeth to have her baby, she gave birth to a son. Her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord has shown her great mercy, and they shared her joy. 
On the eighth day, they, um, they came to circumcise the child, and they were going to name him after his father, Zechariah. But his mother spoke up and said, No, he is to be called John. And they said to her, There is no one among your relatives who has that name. Then they made signs to his father to find out what he would like to name the child. He asked for a writing tablet, and to everyone's astonishment, he wrote, His name is John. Immediately his mouth was open and his tongue set free, and he began to speak, praising God. All the neighbors were filled with awe, and throughout the hill country of Judah, people were talking about these things. Everyone who has everyone who heard this wondered about it, asking, What then is this child going to be? For the Lord's hand was with him. And this is Zechariah's song. Verse 67. His father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has come to, the, to his people and redeemed them. He has praised up a horn, a salvation for us, in the house of his servant David. As he said through the, his holy prophets of long ago, salvation from our enemies and from the hand of all who hates us, to show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant. The oath he swore to our father Abraham to rescue us from the hand of our enemies and to enable us to serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all our days. Verse 76. And you, my child, will be called a prophet of the Most High, for you will go on before the Lord to prepare the way for him, to give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins because of the tender mercy of our God, by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven, to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the paths of peace. And last but not least, he concludes in Luke 1, verse 80. And the child grew and became strong in spirit. And he lived in the wilderness until he appeared publicly to Israel. So the question you are probably wondering or asking, how in the world can we carry that message or the message of Christmas per se, carrying Christmas with us? Well, did you know that the church calendar has an extended Christmas season built into it? We call this stretch of days Christmas time. This period begins on Christmas morning and goes for 12 days, ending on January 6th with Epiphany and the arrival of the Magi to the baby Jesus. Did you know that? I'm sure you did not know that. 
Not coming from a highly liturgical background, I have never recognized these days as part of Christmas. But what if I used these 12 days for Christmas tides uh, intended purpose? What if I let my heart dwell on this miracle that has started this season in the first place? And that is where the 12 days of Christmas came. Of course, they put it upon uh, before Christmas leading up to it. But, you know, its original intent was supposed to be after Christmas. That is absolutely fascinating. And so my hope for you is to use the stretch of days to recenter our hearts. A spiritual renewal time of quiet in my schedule, in our schedule, that can prepare us for the next 12 months. I don't want to let these days disappear by any means, like I have in the past years. I want to add some initiality to actively participate in this Christmas time. To be a real assure rather than a passive bystander. So I declare that Christmas is this entire season. And since I'm in charge of my family schedule and your family schedule, I have some control over how we spend it. And we all do by any means. We will have downtime. We won't rush. We will take our time. We will keep, we will keep up the Christmas decorations. And we will feast since the literature traditions refer to this time of feast. Anyway, a celebration. So we will eat and revile. And, revile. and we will let them uh, themes we just left behind of hope. Love, joy, peace be our uh, manner for this time. And not only that, but for um, all 12 months as well. So as we step out of Christmas, and as we are going to step out of Christmas at the end of the season, into the next, into the rest of the year, I remember that Christmas is not the beginning of the story. God existed before Jesus was born. But it's a crucial part of history and our lives. God entered his own creation in a humble, powerful move. He stepped into or he stepped onto earth in the way for of us all that he might love us in the way no one else could have. So I want to dwell on this story and I want you to dwell on this story as well. Soak it in. Meditate on it. Ponder on it. Remember that this is a message for the entire year. And yes, that includes January through December and all the days in between. That the faith that hinges on the cross first needed a baby in the flesh. What a hopeful, joyful, peaceful, love-filled season indeed it is. And with this in mind, we can carry that with us all the time. We can carry that love and that joy and mercy. We can always carry that Christmas story with us so that if anyone were to ask, we can share it to them. And we can carry that hope, joy, and mercy with us as if it was Christmas every year. 
And that's why I wish there are some parts in the United States where I wish that was Christmas year-round. For instance, in Alaska, did you know that there is a town called the North Pole? And it is a town that it focuses, it's Christmas-themed, of course, and there's also Christmas Florida, where they focus on Christmas year-round. And you go up there, I heard, and you get to share and witness to others. And they get to, they're always in the positive and joyful mood. Man, I wish I was up there. Because how cool would it be to have that Christmas spirit with you at all times? But you don't have to go to those cities. You don't have to leave your Christmas decorations up year-round to feel that, that joyful spirit and to feel that excitement. It can just be in your heart. It could be the way that you live. And it could be the way you interact with others. And that is the way you can carry Christmas with you from January to December until we pass away. And with this in mind, let's end it with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for bringing us together. We thank you that we can just come here in reverence of you, O Lord. We thank you that we can just be here in obedience of you. Because you are a merciful Father. And may you guide us and protect us as we go out into the world. Guide us and protect us as we just are disciples of you, Lord. Because you love us as your own. And Lord, may you protect us against the vials of the enemy. And may you give us the strength and the encouragement to make it through this Christmas time and Thanksgiving. And as we enter Thanksgiving tomorrow, as known as the start of Thanksgiving, people are prepping their chickens or nut chickens or turkeys, prepping their meals, getting family together. I pray that you put a peace over our hearts so that when we uh, remember what we are thankful for on Thanksgiving. And in Jesus' name we pray. Oh, and give us the strength and the energy to continue the path that you have set before us so that when we cross that finish line, Lord, we can run into your arms and we can hear you say to us, well done, my good and faithful servant. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, I hope you guys have a blessed day. And remember, if you are traveling, may God be with you. And may you are blessed as you go on your journey. And hopefully, uh, may the Lord bless you and keep you and your family. That you may put an edge of protection over your vehicle. Hopefully, you guys have a blessed day. And remember, do not forget to be uh, thankful in these next coming days. Remember, God loves you. And I'll meet you at the finish line. Bye. Thank you.